And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Good morning and welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Kimberly Jensen. I know it's been a minute. I apologize. <laughs> life will come back. I, I know that it will. Uh, kids at home, uh, way more. Time is of the essence. Still in limbo of moving. I mean, it's just been a whirlwind of a, of a year. It's got to be like December, right? Actually, I thought about putting on Christmas music the other day because I thought, man, I am dreaming of a white Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it's just been chaos, y'all. But it's okay because that's what I am. I am, you know what I love? I love when life throws me chaos because it just is such an incredible reminder of why I, where and how I got to the place that I am today. Um, I want to talk about a lot of things that have kind of come up in my brain over the past couple weeks and days and just hopes in this is truly just a, a hope of encouragement to you and hopefully to give you some tools and uh, tangible tips on how to remind yourself that chaos really is good and uh, because it really does prosper change and I think ultimately that's what we have to be on the brink of always a uh, brink of being ready always is that this idea of change, this idea of things getting, you know, it getting a little bit uh, hard makes it life going wrong is going to give you tangible tips to going right. And actually, it's funny, I was reading this morning about betrayal and how, what does betrayal teach us? And just really learning to take this idea of these things that you're afraid to happen in your life and remembering that they're not done to you, they're done for you and how to flip that switch in your brain. And so before we get into that, I want to talk about a couple things coming up because I think that you're going to want to be a part of it. So number one, uh, February 28th, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Ah, I had it written down. Yes, February 28th. I'm hosting a budget workshop. Um, this is a course. Uh, I, every month I teach a course uh, of, through Organized Chaos. Um, so it's a free for Organized Chaos members. Um, but then uh, for the public, it's only $20. So this specific course is going to be all about money, all about budget, how to budget, how to have a monthly um, plan, how to get out of debt, the whole nine. So uh, that'll be in, in, in there late. So it's at 9 p.m., Eastern time. Is that correct? Maybe it's 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, if you do pay, you will get the recording. So just so you are aware. Um, so that is the first event um, that you are welcome. Uh, I would love, love to see you at. And then the second event I'm having is a wellness event. And this is actually a free event. It's going to be on March 18th at 11 a.m. And you can get all this information on um, uh, in my show notes as well as my website. But the a wellness, my wellness event is going to be over the course of the last two years, I have taken a profound interest in my actual health. I think for a long time, um, even though I was healthy, I was doing a lot of Band-Aid or um, up and down yo-yoing. Uh, and I feel like I finally realized the missing pieces in my full health. And so on March 18th, I am hosting a virtual wellness event. 
I would love for you to join me. We are going to have tons of prizes um, and it's just going to be a a really great event. So if you want to put those on your calendar, um, I would love to have you. Okay. Again, you can find that in my show notes. And then of course you can get that on the website and that's just KimberMaxine.com. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so I thought I would kind of take you back because I feel like there's some information that's needed to know how I got to where I am. In 2015, 2015, I had two babies. I had a 15-month-old and a baby, like a newborn. No, he was six months. So yeah, about a 16, 17-month-old and a seven-month-old. And I remember thinking, man, is this, is this like, it felt really hard. It felt like I did more daycare and there was so much like ups and downs and lows of life. And I remember feeling really tired. I was super stuck. I hadn't lost any baby weight. I was still wearing postpartum or prenatal clothes. Um, I just was like feeling like, man, I really prayed hard for this life. Why am I so blue? Um, I'm not a blues person. I, I don't tend to live in the sad and the woe is me. I have learned by fault because I had to, uh, and because a lot of weird, crazy things have happened in my life. And if I always sat down and wondered why me, then I probably wouldn't still be here. And so I've learned a long time ago to really, in those moments, analyze, reflect, and move. Um, And I wouldn't say I did this very well in the beginning, but as I've gotten older and more things continue to happen, I find that when I'm stuck in this place, um, it's just a, it's a reflection. Uh, It's, okay, what, what do I need to do? It's usually a sit down with my husband and then it's, okay, let's make moves. Um, Action brings forth goodness. Um, When we stay stuck, nothing good happens. We just sink into the oblivion, right? Um, Similar to quicksand. Action, although I think in quicksand, you're supposed to stay still, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to like stop? You know, I haven't ever been in quicksand. I actually don't even, okay, I'm not going to go there. I was about to say something super blonde that you might never come back to my show again. Okay. (laughs) Keep going, Kim. Squirrel. No squirrels. Um, Actually, there's tons of them. They're literally running right in front of me. Focus. Okay. Just kidding. Totally just, just, just joshing you over here. Um, anyway, so at that point I knew I had a decision to make. It was like, I worked, I cried every day, dropping my son. My daughter at that point was a little older. So daycare wasn't so bad. Um, I ended up pulling my son from daycare, actually putting my babies, boy babies in daycare was way harder than my girl. I don't know why. Um, my other two ended up not being in daycare, but uh, and Carter really ended up not being in there either because I ended up pulling him. There's so much more emotion to it. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because it's like your love. It's your first love, right? Um, anywho, and I, I knew something had to give. And so I decided to do a network marketing company. And it's something I had never... I actually thought that they were like people who went door to door because I think once upon a time, that's what they did, right? And they would like... I remember listening to my, you know, looking at my dad and he was what listened to these tapes. And I always feel like the tapes were something and you were like supposed to sell something. And 
I don't know, have these parties and these presentations. And I just had a really like interesting observation of what exactly a network marketing company was. And then of course I thought they were like illegal because that's what people say. Um, and yeah, some of them are really bad and they are not great, but there's also, they're not bad. They're just, it's just a social, it's a, <laughs> you know, what's so funny is it gets such a bad rap, but the reality is a network marketing company is no different than me telling you to go buy something from Target instead of me saying, hey, buy these leggings from me. They're just as good as Target, but you're helping out a small family. Like that's really the give and take. So it's like you help the big people of the world get richer or you help these families, you know, live their day to day. Um, It's really a no brainer to me, but that's fine. Social selling is probably my more preferred tone to network marketing at this point because I think that's what it is. It's some we don't have. I mean, some things still have events. I'm pretty sure I get invited to a Pampered Chef party at least once, you know, a day, and us born books too, and that's fine. Good for you guys. Um, I, I, I just they're you know whatever to each their own. Uh, however, I do. So I decided to join a network marketing company and I'd always, always, always been into fitness my entire life. I literally grew up, my mom used to tell me that when, you know, she worked up, worked out until the day I was born and then I, she put me in the bucket, which is also called a car seat nowadays. Um, she called it the bucket and she put me in the back of the room and the music would be so loud and she'd be doing her step class. And apparently that's where the, the, the beginning of my fitness journey <laughs> started. So um, fitness made the most sense to me and I loved encouraging other women. I did it before I even knew that I could make money from it. I would, you know, make meal plans for people and I would, they would tell me, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym and what do I do with the gym? And I would make them a plan or, and I've been like that for years. I taught fitness classes. Um, it's just, uh, I think fitness is the, is the catapult to so many incredible things in your life. Um, and if we could just look past it as something that is literally like can change your life from, I mean, it, it's not even worth everything, literally life changing. And if you don't believe me, just try it every day for the rest of your life and you'll see what I mean. Uh, and that's about as simple as it gets. And so anywho, I decided to join a, a health and fitness company and I loved it. I loved the community. I loved helping women get started. I, I absolutely you know, the stories of how it improved their marriage and their parenting. And, you know, now they're off running marathons and they'd always wanted to do that. And they climbed this mountain and, you know, they were getting sexy with their man again and they were having babies and doing all these things. Like it was just, it became my ministry. And, um, I think I kind of got distracted there in the middle of my journey of this because it, it looks all shiny and bright to like, go on, you know, the paid trips, which aren't really paid and, you know, have, you know, all these accolades, which really don't present, represent money. And so it just became this thing of like, I kind of was doing it for the wrong. And I feel like I got down into the depth of that. Now, don't get me wrong. I, there was a season where it was, we, my team and I had an incredible run and we were, you know, doing the things and we were top of our game. It was still not all rainbows and butterflies, but it was fun to do it with a team, right? Like we all rallied together and that in itself was the cool part. The rest of it, whatever. Anyway, uh, I say all this, I'm getting there guys, but somewhere around 2016, actually I know exactly. I was, I, uh, 30, no, I was 40 days out. 
yeah, 40-ish days out from having a babies. And it was 50 days till the end of the year or something like that. Would that make sense? 25. Yeah, about that. So I just, I, I had this moment of complete and utter anxiety. And I was going to have, you know, three babies under four years old. And I was trying to run this business and I had a full, uh, I had not, I did not, I had a job. No, I'm sorry. This was right before my fourth baby. Yeah, fourth baby, who was a surprise. And I was no longer working in a physical job, but as anybody with four kids, raising them and running them from this to that and the other things is a full-time job. And I, you know, it was just overwhelming. Um, And somehow they all ended up being born in the same month, two years apart. And so I had three kids under five. And it was just, I, I felt like I was running upstream every single day of my life. My, my house felt chaotic. My routine felt chaotic. Everything felt like it was off. And to be honest, my business at that point was not thriving at all. Um, and it just was really exhausting. And I remember thinking to myself, like, gosh, Kim, like, this is like what you pride yourself on. Like, you like love getting organized and like being, you know, you, you look at all the craziness that's happened in your life. And like, what are you doing? Like, figure it out. And, and even my husband just didn't really have it. Usually he's like my sounding board and he can like, bloop, bloop, you know, and of course in the end he walked me through most of this, but at that point I realized I need to come up with some tangible tools to get me to the other side. Because when these things flow, then I get to where I am flowing. And the truth of the matter is when without whether we want to say it or not, we there are certain things in our day-to-day life that have to happen before X, Y, and Z can happen, right? Um, if you are dreaming and have goals and have ideas and you want to you know, do this or do that or whatever, you can't just negate all the other things that you have to do. You have to still wake up. You still have to you know, eat and take care of your children in your home and your job and, you know, make sure that you are, do, you know, growing and taking care of yourself and all this, that, and the other in your spiritual life and your spouse and your marriage and your parenting. And I mean, it's, it, it can seem very exhausting when you really sit down to think about it. And so I had come up with this idea of organized chaos because I realized that if you can organize the things that you can control, right? Like you can control what time you wake up. You can control what you eat every day. You can control the cleanliness of your home. You can control the order of your home. You can't really control the people in your home, but you can do a darn good job of ensuring that you have memories and traditions and things that you want to have. You can make sure those happen. You can have planned birthday parties. You can not forget their homework or their presentation or the day you're volunteering or the schedule of all those things. You can control how you love your spouse. Um, You can control how much water you drink and what supplements you take and how much you work out. And you can control those things um, to a degree. Obviously, like, no, actually, I don't want to say that because it's it's not true. Uh, aside from literally getting taken out by like two broken legs, like that's really the only reason a lot of those things won't continue to happen. Um, but 
most of the time, I would say 95% of the time, and I feel like I can use this is my in my own life. I mean, lots has happened since I created Organized Chaos. We've moved a couple times. Uh, you know, we've had sickness. We've had uh, death. We've had, <laughs> I mean, it's just been chaos. But that never, it never changed the things that I still could control. And so this is where Organized Chaos was birthed. It was birthed out of literally living in chaos and realizing, you know, it's not the kid's fault when they go to pull out a pair of pants and the pants are two sizes too small because you just haven't organized the drawer. That's not their job. Like they don't, they don't know how to do that, right? And so it just, it began this system for me and it was 50 days. I think it was 50 days. I'm blanking. I don't have the greatest of memory. Um, and I began to go through, you know, organize all the different things um, that had to happen. And I created a series of videos and it was 50 days. And I mean, I can't even tell you how many women did it. I, I want to say like 75 different women did this with me, which was crazy. And together we... You know, we just um, went through every day and I made the video up as I went along. It was like a training and then a talk. And I did it in in a very time when I really didn't have any time. But I will tell you that I, it was beyond life-giving. It it gave me so much um, and, you know, out of it came structure and out of it came an obsession for more and, out of it became all these things that made the most sense. And so I I share this because the other day I was doing a purpose map, which was, it's like a purpose um, where you kind of draw out a map um, of where you are and where you're headed. And I was, as I was doing the map with the, 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 organ, the chaos girls, we call them chaos coordinators, um, I had an epiphany of it's probably really hard to be kind of in this place where you don't really dream anymore because you can't imagine dreaming up something more to add to your plate, right? But then I think that, I think a lot about this and I think, you know, I read a lot about this. I do believe that every single person was created on earth with a task or a dream or a calling that only they can complete, right? Nobody else can make this happen because this one thing is what you were created to do. But we get so bogged down in the details of life that we don't even recognize or believe that we are worthy of more or that we are capable of more. And so what happens is we get stuck and we can't see to the other side. And as I was going through the map with the the women, I thought to myself, people get stuck because their chaos isn't organized right? They don't have time to dream or read a book that inspires them or rest or take time or have these really neat moments with friends or with their kids or that push them to go, wow, like I, this is life-changing to me. And so I just, it was, it was like a aha moment for me personally, because I saw why, uh, because I, I do get this question a lot is a lot of people say like, well, 
you know, I'm just not an entrepreneur and I just don't have ideas like that. And I'm just not made for things like that. And I just, I'm just, and, and I thought to myself, I'm like, why do I feel differently? Why do I feel like I wake up every morning and have a new idea or want to grow this way or have this? And I think it's because the, the mundane, the, the chaos, the, uh, the things that can be controlled are organized. They're all lined up in a pretty little bow because I've worked for, you know, almost four years on these systems that are effective. And so not to say that I've, you know, learned it all and I'm super successful. Quite the contrary. I fight and I, I battle in all the ways of wondering if I'm even making a difference. And then I get to hear from people and that's how I know I'm on the right step. And so I just want to encourage you. I mean, yeah, I guess this is my shameless plug. Like you should probably (laughs) get in to organize chaos if you feel like your chaos is out of control. Uh, But also, you don't necessarily need me. You know, deep down, we all know what to do, what needs to be done. And then sometimes it's, you know, this is where the sacrifice comes in. This is why I will tell every single mom who says to me or, or woman who says to me, you know, I just feel like it's just so selfish to like get up, you know, to like take time and work out when like the house is dirty and my kids are there. And it's like, it's actually one of the most selfless things you will ever do because taking care of yourself will help you take care of others in a way that you never understand until you actually do it. But when we're bogged down with worry and constant health issues and, you know, wondering what's late and wondering and fighting with our spouses and having turmoil here and, you know, flailing at our job and feeling pulled and pushed. And if we're, if, if we're not taking, um, the time to take care of ourselves, the world is going to beat us up and spit us out faster than we knew what happened. And at the reality is every single day, is a gift every single day. There is not one day that you get to get back. And, you know, I read this quote yesterday. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. This is the beginning of a new day. You have been given this day to use as you will. You can waste it or you can use it for good. What you do today is important because you are exchanging a day of your life for it. Why does that make me want to cry? When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever. In its place is something that you have left behind. Let it be something good. Y'all, that's like every day. It's how I want to live my life. Every single day. And it's not perfect. And it's not, you know, there, there's moments of, you know, last night we were battling with my daughter and it was a really yucky 15, 20 minutes of, and all I kept thinking like, this is like, this is our day with her. How can we turn this into good? How can we turn this into good? Because I don't want the sun to, well, the sun had already set. It was late. Um, but I want us to wake. I want her to know that no matter what in this moment, she is loved. She is cared for. And yes, she made a mistake, but tomorrow is a new day. And this was still a good thing because we, we learned and we're going to move on from it. So anyway, I um, exchanging a day of your life for this day. Let it count, friends. 
No matter what you got to do, and if it, it sometimes it takes inventory. I'll tell you one of the greatest um, one something I helped a woman a, a couple years ago. She's like, I just feel like I love your systems, but the problem is I don't even have time to listen and put into play. And I said, I get it. I totally get it. And when, well, let me get to it. But what, what she, but she's like, but I know how important it is and something's got to give because what's happening in my life isn't working. So she asked her husband, I need to go away to a hotel for two nights. And it's not because I want to sit and watch Netflix. It's because I want to take the time to put in the effort to make our life more manageable and run smoother because I want to do this for you, because I want to do this for us, because I want, this is the kind of family I want to have. And she did. And she went and she put it all into action. She came home and away they went. Um, And that was similar to the retreat that we had this past October because I I couldn't agree more. It's hard to do it in your own home in the moments that you have, you know, you either have to decide, okay, every day I'm going to put forth this effort to learn the systems and put them into play. Or this retreat that we did was exactly that. It was three days of solid learning, implementing, and going home and being ready to rock and roll. And so uh, we have to take the time, y'all, because we don't get it back. We got to figure out how to get better and make things you know, thrive in our life. And I have no doubt that you can do all of those things um, and more. And so I hope this just encourages you to reflect, to analyze, and then to take action on your life and what you can do with it today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this much longer than normal podcast today. Clearly, I've been missing you guys. Uh, I hope that this spoke to your soul. I hope this gives you life. I hope this teaches you some tangible ways. I hope that you feel like you know what to do. And I hope that if you don't, you will reach out. And together, we can kind of come up with a plan that can help you grow Uh, change and get to the other side of where your life is truly flowing and you're dreaming and you're doing the things and your purpose is full of life and uh, you're, you know, you're fulfilling the influence that you get to have, you have um, on this world at large. So uh, again, thank you for listening. I hope you will share. I hope you will, uh, you know, give it a review or whatever you got to do so that we can grow together. Um, Remember that you were made on purpose uh, for a purpose. So let's go out and live it.